What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this? Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I wanna wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Lippman. I'm here with my friend, Jared Breed. Hi, Jared. So great to be here. Thank you for having me. Hello. Um, I, I'm, it, I, I feel good being like a regular on the show. It makes me happy. I feel good having you be a regular. I'm delighted you're back. It's really, I think it's been a minute. Can't remember the last one. Um, and here's, here's why I wanted to have you on this week. I was like, I'm, in a, I'm veering into like pretty negative territory here. Try to keep it positive. But this season of the show has been a tire fire. And um, do you, what, what's been your impression? Well, here's what... <laughs> To me, they're coasting. They're coasting. Until they, what? Coast, like, is this like senioritis? Like, what are they coasting towards? Yeah, into oblivion. You know, I mean, this relates to the, you know, I, I'm a listener of, you know, the Ringer Network. Thank you. And they talk um, extensively on, what's the one? The Hollywood, the town? The town, yeah. With Matt Bellany. About, great podcast. Check it out. It's a gr great podcast. Let me, let's go to Plug City for a second as if we're The Bachelor because that's all they do is plug ads. So, and, and I, and, and we are in the, the time of television where the only things that really make money are sports and The Bachelor. And it, it feels that way. Like they are not taking any chances. They're not creative at all. And that's what we want. We want the show to evolve and get, and be fun. and so, Totally. So I want to talk about what some issues are and how to fix them. Because last last year, we did a really fun How to Fix the Bachelor. So I thought it was time to roll out some new ideas. But here's why we're doing this specifically this week. I was thinking about it. Callie and I did our pod as per usual. 
We talked about like what a weird episode it was, but I didn't really have time for it to sink in. You know, like we do an instant reaction. And I've been thinking about it. So a few days later, the fact that they decided to forego airing the rose ceremony on the actual television show is so shocking that if you were to tell viewers of The Bachelor like where we would be like 10 to 15 years ago, you're like, yeah, it's the same show, but just no rose ceremony. You don't need it. So unimportant to the show. They can just tell you to go to abc.com instead. I think I really undersold what an absolutely watershed moment that was. I I actually, I remember when the uproar used to be, I don't, they didn't like, people didn't like when they started an episode of the Rose Ceremony, like stick to the format. They fucking cut it. They were like, nah, boring. We don't need the Rose Ceremony. And, and that- said, let's go to abc.com for more. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, I'm just like, that's probably the biggest structural problem I can possibly think of for this show. Hold on to um to uh, add on to your point, which is totally correct. They got rid of the rose ceremony to do an ad for a half hour for a movie. Yeah, yeah, and play and play a game with Billy Eichner that they that you play on a dating podcast. Like this is that you bizarre. do your live show at, at right. Betches Bet- Gone Wild, right? Red 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 Flag Deal Breaker. They're playing a version of Red Flag Deal yeah. with Billy Eichner. And you're like, where have we gone here? And this goes back to the lack of creativity. I think there's a bunch of people that have been getting paid for years and years and years, um, have ridden out this show. There are producers that have probably worked on it since 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And they're going, yeah, it's hometown week as if this is what we always do. There's no, I don't, I believe, and this is my opinion, there's nobody getting hired and new going, okay, what do we think for week two? Like, nobody is even trying. And, Here, and yeah. Also, one other crucial moment. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. I feel please, passionately about no, this. I don't know if you remember this, but I did think about it at the time. I think because I was just so like shocked. I was, I was in a, a fugue state. They weren't showing the rose ceremony. Jesse was like, we've just got so much to get to today. We don't have time. I don't even know if he said that about the rose ceremony, but he did emphasize the fact that there was like a jam-packed episode. And I just think that like someone somewhere writing the cue cards for Jesse was like so uncomfortable with what this episode had devolved into that they were like, well, I guess we just need to acknowledge something about why we're not showing the rose ceremony. And it's so weird. And it was just... I just mad at myself for underselling this. That was this is like one of the most surprising things to happen. Well, it's it, it it's in the world of Twitter, and you have to have your opinion right away in the moment it's happening, and then you don't get a you normally don't get a chance to go. Wait a minute, there was legit. He said where our lives are going to change forever, and then he gave out a cruise and champagne. And they didn't even do the app right. Like he's like, press the button on an app. <laughs> I forgot. And it didn't they even work. It, they showed an app that no one's ever going to download <laughs> to show how to order champagne on a cruise that I honestly hope people don't go on. That looks right. awful. Like <laughs> we wish we wish all the cruise workers the best. But yeah, they, they like when am I am I going to download an app to order a drink on a cruise? I'm not even getting a ticket for. Like I don't understand. Is it? I've never been on a cruise, but I like. Isn't the point of a cruise to like go to the all you can eat buffet and eat a lot? So like, do you want it coming to you in your room? I, I it, it reminded me of the W button that was like at the W hotels where you can get anything. 
and you're like, you're like, yeah, I have Instacart. Thanks. Right. I'm, I'm okay. I, I think I'll be, uh, I'll be, I'll be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, it was so bizarre and, and, and it shows you also, and the reason they didn't have anything for the men tell all is there was nothing to tell. We have had two bachelorette seasons happening side by side. And we've, because, you know, if you got two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. Isn't that the saying? If you yes. have two bachelorettes, you have no bachelorette because no, we've gotten to know zero contestants. We've gotten to know zero of the women. We really don't know these people. We really don't know. We haven't gotten invested in anyone. There's been no two-on-one this season. There was no drama. So the idea of like the men telling all about what? I don't know. There's nothing... The only thing I wanted to hear about was like why Logan actually left. Logan right. went on um, Mike Johnson and Brian uh, Abasolo's podcast, who's, which name I can't remember at the moment. Oh, talking it out with Mike and Brian. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I did. I really had COVID. I didn't want it to go this way. And he was like explaining how he got COVID on the group date, but like luckily no one else did. And I was like, this is doing nothing to dispel the conspiracy rumors. You're just like, <laughs> you're just repeating that you had COVID and no one else did and they didn't shut down production or whatever, which like, I actually, I personally am fine with. I feel like we're in a new phase of COVID. If everyone's vaccinated, right. it's different, whatever, whatever. But like, it still just like doesn't make sense. And I don't know. It's just, it was such a debacle. He also had another interview I saw like kind of with Yahoo, I think, or something where he talked about mental health and kind of blame that. So this guy's all over the map. And, it, you know, he also, you know, there's a lot of Logan things out there. You know, the you know, the the, the women of San Diego have spoken about him. How have they? They're out there saying he's he's dating around a lot. He's a dating guy. You know, oh, there's okay. nothing wrong with that. But they say yeah. he's a man about town in a certain aspect. Really? And How did I miss that? Interesting. That's been out there. And now he's on Paradise. So, like. Yeah, the guy's a mover and a shaker. You know, he's a hustler. He's working this system. You know, I, I think that's kind of, he's getting out of this what he's he kind of, it seems as though he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess, which is also fine. Like, fine. I guess. It, that's, okay. the, that's part of the show. And that's kind of something when we want to get, that's something a creative minded producer who would be new and working on the show would say, oh, this is something people do. Let's create an event around that. And that's what they're not doing. Right. And that's what's frustrating is we're here to have fun. We're here to be entertained. We're at the Roman Coliseum. Let me see <laughs> the gladiator fight the lion. Okay? We want that. Right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so one of the best ideas I've ever heard from anyone anywhere is when you suggested that the couple should have to assemble IKEA furniture together. That's my favorite right. My favorite thing I've ever heard you say. The reality and suite instead of the fantasy the suite. I love it. <laughs> right. So with, with The Bachelor around the corner, and I just want to say, I don't want The Bachelor or The Bachelorette to end if for no other no. reason that I'm looking forward to paradise. And like the feeder system has to matter, you know? Like right. this is what happened to the challenge and it was a problem. When real world and road rules stopped mattering, it was hard to really buy into those casts. And they've managed. I still watch the show. But we need the right. bachelor and the bachelorette to matter. So let's the talk challenge about will be the sorry to interrupt, but the challenge will be referenced in a couple of my ideas. Oh my god, fantastic! <laughs> I, I listen. I, I know my I know my host, so Thank I, you. I, I, I I brought I came prepared. Before we get into this, can I just say? Yeah, I I've become you know I'm a regular on a few podcasts out there. You're not alone that have have me on as a guest. <laughs> Ouch. Um, 
Well, no, no, no. But I, I say this only to say um, the listeners of this show, they are, I meet them at shows. They cool. come to my stand-up shows and they always, I, I can always tell a bachelor party listener because they're always like very nice, very thoughtful, uh, very cool. They love us together. They're very, uh, they, they, they are, are very nice. So I want to say I love the listeners of the oh, show. It is very, so nice. um, and I, I'm in these streets. I'm traveling this great country of ours. I meet these people and they're they, every now and again. And I can always tell, cause I can tell who's from what, arena and i'm like they're always like smart thoughtful fun Aww, people so i, I just nice. want to say yeah I, I gotta make a point to say that there's also more male skewing here like the male bachelor fans make themselves bachelor party fans make themselves known force and then, overlap sure right and then there's like a very like uh you know there's a nezcac feel nezcac jew feel to this area and then like there's tough? like a st- toughs you know Colby, sure, um, Colby Bowden. Bowden. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's who would. That's who comes from here. And then bachelor party is more like state school SDT. Um, <laughs> they wouldn't be in. <laughs> that's they bachelor. Be, you're saying that's bachelor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I was and, like, and SDT have, is not the bachelor party demo. No, no, no. no. no shots to SDT. <laughs> Listen, I, I love all my children equally. So uh, in different ways. So it, it is very touching and nice so I, I i'm, I'm appreciative to all the uf listeners out there jared sitting here in a miami's dolphins hat so I, well i i my you know i'm a i i have to i i'm only wearing the hat because I, I like the hat now i'm i'm one doesn't of your brother guys. work for the dolphins he used to now he's with the chicago bears which oh, is cool. a good segue i'll be in chicago september 9th two shows one night only so what a weather trade ouch right i know I know. Where's- and then you can't be like Miami as far as like, it, I get it right away. Like to live there. Like if you, there's, there's vacation Miami, which everyone, you know, kind of rolls their eyes at, but living Miami, fun, nice little lifestyle. I think. Yeah, I bet. But you know, Chicago is really a great city minus the weather, but it, huge, it's a great place. Huge Chicago fan. I love it there. I always have a good time. I mean, the shows are always fun. Great comedy town too. Big, big bachelor scene there. Huge. I just had uh, Grocery Joe on the podcast. Oh, you did? Did you like him? We just, I liked him. I, I liked have, him I and Serena. Real, I thought they were. I have a real anti Joe bias. Really? I, well, I didn't. It, it was, it's always cool to me when someone gets who they are, kind of who they are and how they fell into it. Like I did mention to Joe, I go, no one has been as lucky as you to really get a following. He was mm-hmm. on the show for 10 minutes. Yeah, I And know. then everyone fell in love with, you know, an archetype from a Hallmark movie. And now he's a big deal, you know, and he that's why I don't, that. That's my bias. That's my anti-Joe right. bias. I'm just like, why this guy? He's as plain as the day is long. Like, I'm just like, okay, whatever. I called him a reluctant king. And <laughs> <laughs> he was, a, you know, and you, I liked him. He, he, he was, he was a little anxious. You know, I, I, it wasn't okay. the... It wasn't okay. the, nor- the normal. They're doing know. press right now. They're like selling pictures of their of their engagement party. They're like doing all this wedding press, but they you know, were just get, on. Ser- I like Serena green. too. Yeah, Serena, I like. Yeah. I have no I, nothing negative to say about her, but Joe, I'm just like this guy. Everyone's interested in this guy. 
he he got lucky, and I think he knows that. And also timing when he was, you know, that was the height of social media being like a huge yeah. part of the show. For those who can't remember the ten minutes of his original appearance, he was on Becca Kufrin season. So right, and he just left for night one, and he worked at a grocery it, store. He worked at a grocery store. His family on the grocery store. He's very Italian, very Chicago accent. To, and I told him, I go, you are a Hallmark movie character. You're the man in the movie. Uh, aw shucks. Yeah. And he was like, and, and he understood. They thought, you know, they liked that. I, 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 I was, I really enjoyed them. It was a fun episode. Did you meet him in person? Yeah, we did it in person. All three uh, of he, us. Sneaky tall, tall guy. Yeah. All these people, all these people. This is, this is my number one response and this starts my first thing. Okay, let's do short, it. Short Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> it is Short King season. It's Short King Spring. <laughs> short Bachelor. Because I get, uh, and if you're a fan of The Bachelor or the universe at all, and you're single, you always get someone like, you should go on. You should go on or some version of that. So, and I always tell people, I'm like, I've met these people. Everyone that goes on this show is an elm tree. Yes. They are like so six, six two foot. minimum. Absolutely. I would that's look, short. Six two short. Right. Bachelor, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's crazy. And you don't realize it. It's like watching a basketball game live. You go, oh my God. Like they're tall. Every, they're tall. <laughs> and and you knew they were tall, but you don't know it until you're in person with them. It's the same thing. On The Bachelor, and I say, I'm like, if I went on the show, like, their elm trees, I would look like a bush. Like, it would look actually ridiculous. It would be embarrassing for me to go on the show, like, everyone standing in a line, and then, like, me in the corner, like, hey, I'm Jer, I'm the funny guy, you know? So, Short Bachelor. We go, mm. we get, we award Short King Spring, and we bring on a whole cast. I, I like this, and here's why I like it. You think it's, like, a joke, but this is why I actually think it's a really good idea. Part of the problem with the show is that, like, they they actually aren't leaning on the format enough. Like, the consistency should be what happens week to week and season over season and just change the people up a lot more. And so, like, if... You know, I, I would like to understand how Jason Oppenheim from Selling Sunset got this really hot, tall, blonde girlfriend. It's just not a pairing you see often. And so... If I could see a whole kind of like dating show that broke that down, I'd be into it. And so like, I'm actually sick of the same kind of woman and man being on the show all the time. And so mix it up a lot more. And that's why I really like it. Cause it's like, we, the, you have the hallmarks and it's like, I think it, then if you're going towards marriage, I would actually believe it more because they're able to work in different types of people who have like different traumas of, of their own to like bring to the table. Absolutely. We don't, you know, and, and that's a great point. Like the backstories, we know what's coming at this point. Like we don't know. And and this, and this is also like, uh, you know, we're asking for normal bachelor, which is something that we brought up the last time we did this. We want like a normal eye, a normal version. We want to see ourselves on the screen. And sometimes it really doesn't feel that way. Yeah, I. Yeah. And I just think that it would be legitimately more interesting, like seeing the struggles of people who experience the world differently. I just think it's really fascinating. I mean, and I, I feel like I overgeneralize so much on this podcast all the time, but I do think that like one thing that is under discussed in like the last few years of reality TV and weirdly was like a bigger part of it at the beginning with like the Joe Millionaires and like the Average Joe's shows is that like attractive, tall people experience the world differently than people who are not traditionally 
handsome or pretty and tall. And this show relies on that first group a lot more. And actually, it'd be like much more interesting to see, you know, there's like more representative people of the population on this television program. Listen, on that, in that, in the, in, in, in that vein, I have some other ideas for, I actually think, I actually think there should be theme seasons in this kind of, so we have uh, uh, dads, everyone in the cast is a dad. Okay. Love it. Um, So it's, so it would be a bachelorette and then they're choosing a dad. Um, okay. Amongst dads with all different stories. Love it. Yeah, I love it. Bachelor and moms. Also, all moms. Also then, with these two ideas, a whole segment and part of the show could be like talking to the kids if they're up for it. I mean... Talking to the kids or, or you know, doing the the, the uh, uh, kid challenges. You know, yeah. like, you know, kid, you know, that's fun where we have them, you know, we put them in babysitting situations and things of that nature. Right. I think... My question for you is, would existing Bachelor fans watch this? And, like, there's a lot of Bachelor fans who, you know, are, like, a fairly narrow worldview, and it results in a lot of um, ugliness on the internet and directed at contestants. So, do we think this could actually be successful? I do believe it could be successful as long as what you said is true. You, You mentioned this before. As long as it's in the Bachelor casing. Mm-hmm. You have to keep it in the casing and then everything in inside of it, that's where you get to have some fun. That's where you get to, you know, you can color in within the lines. And sure. that's what they I'm, don't do enough. <laughs> Since you said casing, I'm just thinking of different kinds of sausages now. Right. Just... <laughs> it made me think of a, actually a specific sausage company that like I've Which been... one? <laughs> Seymour's. You ever had Seymour's? No, but I do love sausage. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. I hope they hear the Seymour's is like a they're all natural, all that stuff that you could like see the foods inside, you know, the ingredients. Do I and want stuff. that? Yes. I, I I'm gonna forward you their Instagram. I, I know people involved will get you Ooh, some Seymour's. Okay. So and all I'm right, a big cool. fan of theirs. Um so I do think the case we can just call this episode I love sausage. I love <laughs> we want free Seymour sausage. <laughs> <laughs> call it plug city. Um, okay, so a, a rich everyone on the everyone's rich. Mm, love everyone's, that. Everyone's poor. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> I like everyone's rich more than everyone's okay. poor. Okay, and not because sad. I'm anti-poor, but sure. I don't like when this show exploits like re- very real trauma. And okay, the struggle fine. the struggle the money struggles are no joke. But everyone's rich. Love that because the families would be so god awful. And also the right. kind of shit people would say would be great. Like, well, where do you where do you get your loafers and like, you know, what's your favorite place to ring in the new year? And if the answer is not like my couch, then right. anything goes. It's great. Right. <laughs> the tons of loafer tassels conversations. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, well, then you might not like this idea. Everyone's in debt except for one person. You, you have to figure out who's. Who's not dealing with debt? Okay, that that idea is out. Okay, I'm crossing these out. Now, in the vein of, in the vein, and this is still, we're still on the theme of like themed seasons. In the vein of the challenge, okay. why haven't they had a bad boys season? Mm. Right, the men who have been bad boys that have gotten, you know, and and on and on that subject, 
Why haven't there been rival seasons? People who have gotten in arguments put into the cast and everyone in the cast is someone who's gotten in an argument. Let's just even simplify it. Why hasn't there been an All-Stars? I understand that Paradise totally is supposed to be like All-Stars, but like, all right, let's see. There's been a lot of women on this television show since, right. you know, let's just say since, I don't know, last five years. So what year are we in? 2022 since Nick Vial season. But, mm-hmm. Or Ben Higgins since season 20. Mm-hmm. Why not just see, like, you know, fan favorites, people we wanted more of, people whose great right. stories we didn't get to see, people who love to fight. Like, just put them back on the show with a n- right. new Bachelor. Like, I don't At- know. There, there's some really easy gimmicks here. They're so simple, so easy. It's it's it, it makes me... That's why I don't... That's why I think they've gotten lazy. Because these are... We're having these... I, I wrote this out 10 minutes before we started. I haven't thought like, about any of this. <laughs> right. And, and you're doing it on the fly. So like, I, I okay, I got more. Wow. Okay. okay. Before, before more ideas. Okay. Philosophical question. Do you want to see a dual season again? Like two, two leads. No. Are you no. sure? I'm positive. Here's, here's a proposal. Okay. I've been thinking a lot about this. What if it took on a different form? And it's like three days a week. So on Mondays, you have Rachel. On Tuesdays, you have Gabby. And on Wednesdays, you have Rachel, Gabby, and Jesse. And they just like talk about who's in and who's out. And then at the end of that, you get both rose ceremonies or something like that. Like, is See, there a I, way to, to like take a page out of the Love Island book to make this like a multi-night event each week? Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. And, and I'm not even joking. You have two people who hate each other. Mm as co-bachelor, co-bachelorette, and they don't know that they're both on the same season. Mm. And one night, they they each think they're on their own season. And the first night, one falls in love, and then the, you know, the, they have their own limo with the same group. So th- the group is in on it. The bachelor or bachelorette, they're not in on it. They don't know that there's a whole nother season going on. And then I, I guess it would get harder as people start getting eliminated. You have to figure out how to like cross them up, how to eliminate the same people. But I, I just, I want, I just feel like we've gotten half of a real season. We uh, we haven't really gotten well, to know anyone. It's just we haven't. I mean, that, that was before um, they got rid of the rose ceremony in in totality one week my Mm. biggest complaint was there's no narrative arc which is of course still true and only made worse so Mm. that's the fundamental problem my colleague jody she pointed out very early on there weren't enough men on this season i think that's also true like if they had started with 40 guys that would have been better just 45 or something like that um but i think ultimately the way that the show has been constructed in the past, they are not able to do two bachelorettes at once. To your point, there's not enough creativity. But like, I still think there's a way to do this with like two separate narratives that like intertwine that, you know, just like take a page out of scripted TV. Like there's a lot of really sophisticated television. You get two fucking hours per week. So, I mean, I don't understand why they didn't like play with the structure at all. I think they didn't have enough time to plan. And of course, they couldn't have foreseen like how messy <laughs> the editing was going to be. But like, I still think there's a way to make this work and like make it interesting. What if it were siblings? Hmm. Like, well, are you aware of the coming show dated and related? No. 
<laughs> Netflix has a show coming out called Dated and Related where siblings go on a dating show together. And they're not dating each other, but okay. it's like it's like your journey is tied to your sibling. And so like you're both dating at the same time. I haven't watched See, I, it. I don't know their structure, but this this structure would fit siblings because also then there would be I think we would feel less bad. I think The Bachelor was very concerned with the competition, putting two, pitting two women against each other. I think if they're siblings, we wouldn't care about that as much. And we'd There's see an more... There's an unbreakable bond. So you're right. just like, you're ch choosing to do this. Yeah, I keep interrupting you. It's because I'm so excited. That, I'm sorry. That, no, th listen, I this is a free-flowing conversation <laughs> and this is what happens i mean when two jews talk it's that's how it goes you know this is this is like passover seder so okay so but i i i think they had to another issue from this season they should have just leaned into the, the competition i understand why they didn't and obviously like i get it I they would have got, gotten a lot of backlash but fundamentally if these two women are just rooting for each other and they go off on their separate journeys as they keep saying, then it's just sort of like there's no there's no there there. That's super I boring. I, I actually think that's like to me the idea that they couldn't trust them to be two humans that knew they were on a TV show vying for the same group of thirty men and be able to work those that those details out as adults is like kind of a lack of trust of two people to me. I I I I, I considered every narrative of oh pitting two women against each other was thinking lesser of them too as adults. I, I actually didn't like that at all. It seems like, they, I mean, they presented it as they chose to separate, if you recall, but like, I don't right. know who knows if that's true, but I don't know. I just think that that has really, it also just raised questions for me because I'm just like, well, why are they still separate? Like, why do they not get to see each other every day? Like, why aren't right. they sharing a suite? Like, they should have either leaned into the friendship or leaned into to the, the competition. Totally agree. And Serena actually brought this up today. And I thought this was a really good point. How great would it have been to see a two on one with the two women and Logan? Totally. Love you it. Know? And I, Serena, and I said, diabolical. Serena. And that's the creativity we want. Maybe, you know, you have to ignore 7,000 think pieces written about that, but well, it would be what we want to watch, you know? I know. <laughs> I know. It just needs to get more mercenary and sillier because I, I've been long advocating for getting rid of the proposal at the end. And as I've been thinking about it more and more, I'm, I'm like, with well, you. is there a way to salvage it? And that's like, you know, I think if you change other stuff around, then there is like, you just have to shake it up so that the, the format is the same but the outcomes can be much more varied because that's the real issue is that there's like the outcomes are so limited. This is, um, this actually brings me to one of my ideas. Fantastic, Jared. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, not to, <laughs> this is uh, the, uh, not to be a, 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 a podcaster, uh, very hosty, but I'll, I, um, just you're hedging, just share the idea. Well, one of my ideas, I'm looking for it on my page. My notes are thorough. I mean, like... <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> it's like if only page. I made notes like that, my, my podcast might be better. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So it ends... Since The Bachelor is a year-long event anyways, it should end with them moving in together into an Airbnb that is purchased by The Bachelor and then it turns into a web series that you can keep up with once a week. And then 
the next season we find out if he's going to if they'll propose or not so now you get to keep up with them social media on the whatever and then the proposal wouldn't come until next season if and then we get kind of the the progression and we can see them so ben and lauren ben higgins and lauren bushnell now lauren lane did a follow-up show where they moved in together i think it was in denver and I, re- I remember this and it was on like E or something, right? I think it was on Freeform. A, okay. A sister channel <laughs> of, sure. of ABC. Not even I watched this show. Yes, um, I didn't watch it either. But they also both were miserable. Like there needs to be like hijinks, but not misery. And they were having right. m- more misery than hijinks. But I agree with you. Like, why does it end the proposal? Like, let's like show us more. I think and I think it, like even the midpoint of the show could be moving it to me. Like, Let's let's do it like, uh, you know, Love is Blind. I thought that was the most interesting part is seeing them with, you know, in an apartment together. And they're like, oh, my God, they, you know, let's see how they go to bed at night. You listen to podcasts to go to sleep. What? You know, like seeing some of their apartments also was so horrifying, like Nick and Danielle's apartments. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Love is, well, I, Love is Blind is quite quite the show. I think I brought that up last time was that instead of hometowns, they should have a night at my apartment so you can see how the person lives. How we live, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was one of my ideas from last time. Okay, I got more. You ready? Wait, just one one iteration on that. What sure. if the fa- fantasy suite is replaced by staying over it at their place for a night? Love that. Love that. Love that. <laughs> You're going to come to my apartment. That's like, can the you reality imagine? suite, yeah. <laughs> right. Can you imagine a roommate popping up? You're like, oh, you have a roommate? And they're like, oh. yeah, that's Jim. Hope cleaned before you left for the show. <laughs> that would be awesome. So you don't make the bed, huh? You know, <laughs> just like stuff like that. You, and you just see nothing hung on the walls of the men's apartments. No air conditioning? Nothing? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I got a fan. You just see him like putting up the fan after they've fallen in love. Oh, cool. Nice. I love a Dyson. The bathroom's in the hallway? What? Like (laughs) Things like that. How do you lock the bathroom? Oh, it doesn't lock. But don't worry. My roommate, he knocks. We have a rule. (laughs) Right. Also, like, you know... What was the last thing you bought from from Instacart? Like, get, like, what if you get your phone back in the fantasy suite too? And it's like, let's just see what you've been doing on your phone. Like, great stuff. Too. A- absolutely, I actually think that should be one of the dates. Um, Instagram DM night. So the friends come over. You know how they always have friends over. Of course, yeah. So they they bring over the friends, and then they they pass out wine. They put up a movie theater screen, and then the, airplay. The, 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 just just they go to the airplay. airplay and they only get to go to their last five DMs on Instagram. And they get to go back as far as they want. And they do it right in front of the guy. That's one of the, that is like one of the date things. Instead of going to Lorelai, the sex, Boston sex consultant, you go to the airplay of the, of the DMs. What do you think of that? <laughs> I love it. I'm pulling up my own DMs right now to see if I'd be embarrassed. But they're all about right. uh, pottery right now because I just posted the Instagram <laughs> of my new plate. <laughs> Oh, so, listen, that's embarrassing for a different reason. You know that <laughs> I once had a date where I talked about how much I love mugs and how I like collect pottery. And this right. pers- this guy thought I was fucking crazy. He was like, what are you talking about? I was just like, <laughs> oh, I love mugs. I collect mugs, which I do. Right. And uh-huh. he thought he thought this was insane. And needless to say, it didn't work out. 
Well, I do believe any text that is read aloud is funny just by because we kind of like speak how we want to be heard and then yeah. you hear it out loud. You're like, ugh, you know, so that are you, would be. Um, are you a voice memo sender? Because I send a lot of voice memos. A lot. You are. For the listeners at home, Juliet is a big voice <laughs> oh, memo sender. <laughs> I am not. Um, I feel like I can't remember to answer to everything. Like I like. The one thing I like in the new texting is replying to a text. Yes, like I like to know that we've closed some tabs here. So, and I love the reaction emojis. There's no better way to end a conversation than a nice exclamation point to you. Completely and, disagree. I think a reaction <laughs> emoji, unless it's like someone I'm very close with, is the lowest form of engagement. I'm just like, you can't send me a text. I'm just like, that's <laughs> it. Just a heart. Brush me off. What is this? Facebook? Absolutely not. Here's you question mark me. Here's my counter. I feel okay. like I often read texts in the car when like I sh- have like a second at a red light and then then I forget to respond. With a voice memo, I know mm. not to listen to it until I'm really ready to dig in. I do think that voice memo is this is where car people and non-car people separate. Mm. Mm. I think this is I think the car is a big part of this that you can answer in the car without feeling like you're texting and driving and, you know, putting yeah. people in danger. So I do. And I'm a no car guy. I'm a New York City liberal elite, you know, <laughs> talking about how I text back every time. Right. Well, I raise you that and I live <laughs> in Park Slope and I park on the street and I have a car. So, yeah. So this all makes sense. This is <laughs> this is fair. This episode is brought to you by Visible. You know how in every season of The Bachelor, there's the concern that he might pick someone or just let someone go too far who really doesn't deserve it because he's not getting all the information he needs. He doesn't know this woman is the villain of the house. Well, luckily, when it comes to wireless, there's one company that keeps it real and you don't have to worry about that bad surprise at the end. Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide and get one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Just because you wrestle alligators for a living doesn't mean you should have the skin of one. Say goodbye to dry and cracked skin with Old Spice Super Hydration Body Wash with Vitamin B3. Made for 24-7 renewing moisturization with daily use. With sense of vanilla and shea, people will think you've taken up candle making as one of your hobbies. And there is nothing wrong with that. Old Spice Super Hydration Body Wash. Shop Old Spice now. I think that there needs to be a cooking date. Okay. There's we never get to watch these people be domestic. Why not? You say to all the men, you get to do like guys grocery games. You guys get one minute to go through the grocery store and we're going to see what you make. What's your meal? Everyone says it is if people can cook, they say they're a good cook. If they can't cook, they say they don't cook. But that's the fun of the date. You get to see okay, if I was to go to your apartment for movie night, what would you put together? Right. What's and, the one thing uh, you're making me? Right. Go make your meal. And and they never do that. To me, this is the most simple of fun dates to get to know someone. And we never get that. Also, it would lend itself to drinking together and like doing things together. I think one thing they need to eliminate is like having third parties in the dates. Like, for example, Avon and Rachel. What was the point of that witch? Like, 
I get it, Salem, whatever. But like, why? Well, this is the point. I like what here's the the only third party I would want would have to do with the date. Like the the it, it can't be driven by the third party. It has to be driven by the contestants. So the cooking date, wouldn't you want a couple of chopped judges? Yeah, with them yeah. on the panel. Sure. So you have the bachelorette and the two judges next to each other, and then they go away, and then we get to meet them through the meal that was cooked. You know, so I agree I, with what you're saying. I don't know if I want a chop a chopped judge there for that. I will say I loved on Love Is Blind. They're very clearly having um, uh, tender green salads. I was like, I know that cardboard ball. <laughs> <laughs> felt like you felt like you were you were with them during their lunch break. Is that the Devin Booker bowl? Is that the Naomi Osaka bowl? Um, no, but I did really like. I do. I like the idea of the cooking date, but I think that like we're talking about like later in the season. What you're right. What you're talking about. That's what I'm envisioning. But what you're talking about could be earlier on where like the guys totally instead of doing like stupid, like molding of clay like they've done previously, like do like a, a cooking challenge or like something based in realism. Like here are your ingredients, garlic, tomatoes, spaghetti, olive oil. Let's see what you can. Let's see what you can do. And you bring it to Lakshmi or something like that. Exactly. And why aren't we? connecting this to you will be doing dates together in yeah. your house. So this, you know, the idea of like, they're like, well, we got to do a wedding photo shoot. It's like, no, we don't. Yeah. That's or even, not even like um the erotic date, like because they are in Amsterdam. I was just like, this is honestly like offensive. Like no one wants right. this. Nobody it, wants this. But you're like, OK, now we're traveling. You know, it's a great way to see if you're compatible planning a day together in a foreign city. And like, so I, we are on the same page. Let's Julia, hear it. Okay. I said, instead of the travel date, they should start with each other going to the airport. Mm. So they go, so we follow them from 6 a.m. wake up. So we, the, the Uber ride or the train ride. Some people are public transportation to the airport people. So they start at point one and they have to get to Nice with each other on a seven hour flight. We get to watch them on the flight. We get to see if they're in the, you know, they're in the, the seats next to each other that don't lie down. I just went to Fran. Okay. I went to South of Fran. And <laughs> That's not I, how you say it, but okay. Oh no. Okay. So, France. but you fly France. France sued. So, so I went to France and I go, the flight was JFK to Nice. And then I drove to Cannes. I had a driver to Cannes. All of those present issues. All well, of those present getting to know each other. I want to see them get from JFK, like the amazing race. I want to see them get from <laughs> JFK to Cannes together. I just have a personal question for you. Were you yes. tempted to, to go to the Joe and the Juice upon arrival in Nice when you got to the airport? I no, I had no, I had no, I'm not, I don't, there are Joe and the Juice people and I know that, but I am not one of those people. I can't. It's not my cup of tea. I don't I don't think their coffee's great and I don't really get I'm not a big blended juice guy. One of the biggest shocks of my life was finding out Joe and the Juice started in Amsterdam and therefore is in like all these European uh airports. I think you mentioned that to me. It's sho <laughs> it's a shocking part. The Nice <laughs> right. airport's like pretty run down and then there's like a gleaming yeah. Joe and the Juice there. It's really, <laughs> really weird. I would just also was wondering because I was gonna say a real serial killer move to me is like anyone who gets like coffee or a drink or anything upon arrival at the airport even if you're waiting for your bags like 
being a purchaser of goods in the airport when you arrive is like such a psycho move to me that I'd want to know about that early on. <laughs> I did that. I got oh to Nice. My driver was late. Okay. I he called me. My flight got in early, and he called me. He goes, "Why are you so early?" I was like, "I I didn't tell the plane hurry up," and <laughs> I go into a um a coffee shop because you, you know when you go abroad they tell you stay up airport. until nine in the airport because I was waiting. So it's funny that you brought it up, and I got a noisette, which I think is a coffee we need to bring to America. It was a shot of espresso with a touch of cream. That's, I believe, also called a um, cortado. Is it? Because I, 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 I thought the cortado had more milk. And this was like, this was just enough to change the flavor profile, but not too much to affect my stomach. Can is kind of far from Nice. How long was that ride? Hour and made me sick. You had to go over the mountains. And I literally like, I said to the guy, I go, you need to slow. I... <laughs> I became an American, a Jewish American tourist in five seconds. I'm like, I'm going to relax. And then I'm in the back. I'm like, can you slow down? <laughs> this sounds awful. <laughs> it um, sounds like my mom. I uh, love the South of France deeply. There's almost nothing better in this world than swimming in the Mediterranean Sea. Anyway. Love the med. Love okay. the med. Okay. I also love Below Deck Med. Are you watching that? It's like pretty, I'm not. I, I, I've heard everyone is in love and I know I would like it. I just have never gotten it. All right, um, get, you're not, two more ideas, Jared. Oh my God, I have so much more to tell you. All right, well, you know, you're um, you're a great podcast guest for that reason. Okay, here we go. Here's my, we want this more real. We want this more like us, okay? They tape a season, but in Montauk, where they only tape on the weekends. So during the week, and, and we keep it local. So this is two ideas in one. I think there should be Southern Bachelor, South, Southeast Bachelor. I think there should be Pacific Northwest Bachelor. Like the James Beard that, Awards. Yeah. All the different right. regions. Let's, let's do regional. Let's have regional bachelors and or, or bachelorette, whatever, bad, you know, bachelor show. So it's only people from that area. So the idea of being in a relationship isn't really that far-fetched. And a, we only do it on... This is a key part of Love is Blind. They're always in the same city already or same area. Okay. Carry on. Right. The first season was Atlanta, I think, yeah. right? So, season two, Chicago. So if they did New York specific, Manhattan is a perfect place to pull from. And they do it like Summer House, where everyone each weekend has to come back to the house, which would also be fun to do the Instagram check the last five DMs. So every mm. time they come back, they come back to a new Friday surprise to get to know them. And this would also allow for us normies who have jobs to go, okay, every weekend for six weeks, I'm on The Bachelor Montauk edition. I love how you say that as if you have a normal Monday to Friday job, <laughs> which you do not. I'm the mouthpiece of the normies. I am. Okay. I'm a normie. I like that idea. Yeah. I actually think they should have to do it on the weekdays and okay. then be tempted on the weekends. Like, are you going to stay? Are you like, it's like, are you going to go have fun Ooh. or are you going to stay on the show? Like, let's make it a little bit more of like a, what do you really care about? Is it partying in the Hamptons or is it being on the show? And if it's being on the okay. show, you cannot go to the surf lodge. I'm sorry. You just can't. You're, you're no surf lodge for you. <laughs> but wouldn't that be great if there was an all Boston bachelor course, that I was on the it. Cape? Yeah, I'd love it. Yes. Right. And, and also, I have another idea based on what you just said. I think before the fantasy suite, 
they should be offered. It should be like through this door, a lovely night with the person that you love. And through this door to my left is an overall deal with ABC. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> a contract waiting for you to sign. We're going to give you 500 grand. You're going to get first look. I mean, these are all inside baseball terms, but basically for the, for the normies at home, it is the the idea that you would be able it's to like, like being signed pick, by ABC. It's you're like signed you have, by you have ABC. Here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're going to groom you at ABC to have your maybe your own talk show, maybe your own reality show, maybe your own right. scripted series or be a, uh, an actor in one of our series. So you <laughs> Worst get case scenario, sign. you could be an actor at Disney World. You know, you just wear a suit. Right. Right. <laughs> or you're, you you have an arc on CSI Miami, you know, you don't CBS, know. but sure. Yeah, so, you be a, whatever. You know. Guest star on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> right. <laughs> a patient on Grey's. I, I right. Think, I like that. I like that. Because now it's like, well, are you here for love or, you know, the fame? And we can offer you the fame. Yeah. Just through this door. And then also they would put more work into casting because it's like, well, you're stuck with these people. If they pick the option, you're right. stuck with them, ABC. So you better pick That's people right. that you think are fun or you have potential. Them, you better have them read a couple scripts when they're in or the find, office. Find a job for them somehow. You know, you just yes. have to make it work. I like that. I, I also do like the regional aspect of it a lot. I also think then like it becomes like an interesting look into different parts of the country. It brings right. like... And, and also like, this makes me think, I think I would have enjoyed if the entire season had been on the cruise and like the cruise was a character instead of a gimmick. But like... You couldn't be more right. That actually and, and, is, a, like, is a good idea. And there's so many colorful cruise directors out there. There's like so many like very talented. Have you ever been on a cruise? No, I'm not. Oh, I used to go on cruises all the time. Some of the, you know, some of the people that work on the boat that are a part of like the events team, they are very talented. They're very animated. They're like ready to go. They're camera ready. And right, then you could performers. bring on the family for one leg of the cruise. This actually works into my other idea. Hometowns should be a week. You live with the family for a week. Love it. <laughs> I'm imagining like someone Amish getting to the end and it's like, well, you're Amish for a week. No electricity for you. <laughs> you're putting up a barn. <laughs> Have fun. I, I like all these ideas. I think I was really trying to distill everything we're saying. Mm. We want more realism. So like yes. a relationship that could legitimately work out without someone having to make a major sacrifice on where they live or whatnot. I think that mm -hmm. is like underrated and breaking people up. Also want dates that actually relate to dating in right. a way that you're like can buy into it but it's still wacky we want um socially removed rich people socially removed rich people <laughs> right. in general people that will feel comfortable making fun of and not yes. people who are actually actually vulnerable right so that's totally the, agree. that's why the rich idea is better than the poor idea so, you know, yeah, yeah. I, listen, we, I'm bringing up all ideas. We write to edit. We, we, we write to edit. We write to edit. <laughs> the second best thing you've ever said. Um, right. <laughs> and also, we want a repeatable format with different outcomes, like being like in terms of drama, not like engagement, because I'm willing to accept that has to be a part of the show if ABC tells me, even though I don't believe in it. And just an endless way of shuffling different types of people who will do crazy things onto our televisions. Absolutely. That's the thing. We want this, the casing, we want it filled in different flavors and ways. And we just want all 
We want to, that's the thing. And, and that's kind of like TikTok. You, you know, the people that get popular on TikTok, they do one format that is refillable. Right. That's how TikTok works. That's how you get big on TikTok. I'm the guy who reviews a bagel and you know to go there. You know, you're going to get a different bagel every time and you're going to get to see a different place every time. But, you know, you're coming back for bagel time with this guy for the it's bachelor. Kinda, it's kind of like the points guy, the travel advice. Right. It's like, right. you know, what he's telling you how to maximize his points. Always the same. That's it. You're going to tour first class on Singapore air. And, and I'm never going to go on it. But yeah, I'd like never. to know what it's like. I want to see it. I want to see their live flats. I want to see what their movie selection is. I want to see what the meal service is like. I want to see where they get wine from. Yeah, yeah exactly. The- exactly. So TLDR, ABC, <laughs> we want sausage. And yeah, and maybe hire us. Maybe pay us some money. I, I you know, people. We're, we're here. See these. We're here. We're ready. I'm. I'm. I'm ready to work. I'm Eventually, ready, willing, and able. I will get more creative, and we will not keep doing this podcast. And you'll <laughs> not get free ideas when I have new ones right. myself. So there we go. Time is ticking, ABC. Jared Freed, host of the J Train podcast and The Bachelor. It has been pleasure. an absolute delight. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always a pleasure. I we, we're hanging out next week. I'll see you next week. Looking forward um, to it. Love coming on. I'm I'm doing some live shows, but can I give one live show announcement? Because Absolutely. I'm going to Boston. I'm coming home. Okay. Wow. I'm doing the Wilbur Theater. Okay? Where is that? It's Theater District in Boston on Tremont Street. When um, are you doing that? November 12th. Oh, wow. Okay? This is advance notice. This is why I'm bringing it up now. I want to sell that out. And it's my first real theater. This is a big deal. Wow. So I'm doing it the Wilbur, which is like the spot. So... I want everyone to come and enjoy. The show's ready to go. It's a it's a it's a fully formed set. I'm not working on shit. So oh. jaredfree.com for tickies. Get them now because <laughs> I'm going to be shouting from the rooftops getting this thing sold out. So awesome. jaredfree.com for tickies. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, thank well, you. When does get- this come out? Um in a few hours. You can use pre-sale code BOSTON to get the tickets now, but they also come out on Friday, which is tomorrow. On that note, thank you so much (laughs) to Devin Manzi for (laughs) producing this episode. Like Jared, I gave Devin very little notice and she came through for me because she's the best. Um, Thank you all. Thank you, Devin. Callie and I will be back next week. It's a two-night Bachelor event next week. I don't have a lot of details, but it might be a slightly wackier schedule. We'll see. I've heard wackiness will ensue. 